You are now listening to a special edition of Border to Border and Sports Huddle for Holiday Cheer and Gear, presented by the Henrico Sports and Entertainment Authority. Stop by to drop off new sports gear to benefit the Salvation Army Christmas Assistance Program at the new Henrico Sports and Event Center, 11,000 Telegraph Road, near Virginia Center Commons. And we really do urge you to come on by. We've filled up a couple of bins already, and we've got plenty of room to stuff some more basketballs and soccer balls. I emphasize soccer for this segment. Uh, baseballs, bats, hockey sticks, lacrosse, whatever you got, uh, come on by and see us. Some folks from Benedictine have been out here already. Dennis Bickmeyer, we talked with him. Jack Berry from uh, Richmond Region Tourism. And we got a great list of guests to start our 4 o'clock hour as well. But first and foremost, again, uh, we do want you to come by if you can get those sports goods bring them by we'll take donations as well we're going to give you the website where you can donate online if you have the opportunity uh, to do that all right let's welcome our next guest along with matt joseph bob black with you we're broadcasting from right outside the henrico sports and event center for our holiday cheer and gear this is really kind of an exciting announcement maybe that we're making uh i don't think we're the first to break this but i think it's the newness of it is pretty exciting madeline mccracken joins us she is the sports director of the uslw league as we bring a women's soccer team to the capital city madeline thank you so much for coming by today how are you yeah thank you for having me it's great to be here um i'm feeling super excited about everything that we've got in the works for the richmond region all right spill the spill the beans for us a little bit here what's what's coming what's coming for us yeah so there is a, a new USLW team starting in Richmond um, this is a relatively new league uh, it started this past year in 2023 and it's growing throughout the country and uh, Richmond will be joining this league um, in May 2024 it is a pre-professional women's soccer league um, so it gives everybody an opportunity to compete collegiate players as well without losing their eligibility mm-hmm. um, you can have elite youth players involved and uh, ex professionals professionals anybody that wants to compete in a high level um, again without losing their eligibility it's a very competitive environment and league for really anybody who who wants to be involved you're not wasting any time getting it started either next spring right <laughs> no, right sir. away yes so the season will run may um, to july we have we will have 12 regular season games six home six and away um, and then playoffs will be in july so hopefully we can carry carry our season into july mm-hmm. into the postseason mm-hmm. And how important, you, you've, you've emphasized several times about the, the eligibility aspect for yes. the college kids. How important was it for that to, to occur? Yeah, great question. Um, very important just so that, you know, we're not taking away a future um, from college players. You know, they could be freshmen, sophomores, mm-hmm. whatever, um, and still know that they can go back to their college teams, but be with us from May to July in a really healthy and strong and competitive environment um, so they're not losing um, fitness or, or motivation. Motivation, you know, they're going to go back, hopefully, to their, their college teams in July feeling, you know, like they've learned something um, fit, you know, and motivated and have, have come from a very competitive environment and, again, not losing their college eligibility. When will the, the schedule come out? Where will some of the games be played mm-hmm. here? Yeah, so, you know, we, we're working on that with the league. That will come out um, later. We don't have an update on that yet, but uh, we're super excited about, about what we've got going on. Like I said, 12, 12 regular season games, six home, six and away. Um, yeah, and we just encourage everybody in the Richmond region to, to come out look be on the lookout for that schedule when it is announced uh, I wish I had more information uh, for you guys on that but uh, hopefully soon and uh, we can get everybody filling filling the stands up where will that be do you have a place to play your home games yet yes so um, all six of our home games will be played at City 
Stadium, um, okay. the same stadium sure. that the Richmond Kickers mm-hmm. play in, which Great. is huge for the women, um, you know, to get them in that same environment. And, and we're hoping to pack those stands. So we feel very, um, very happy and, and, and pleased with everything that, that we've got in the works for the women. You obviously had a soccer playing yes. background. We were talking about that before we came on. We'd love for you to share yeah. that with our audience, but how and why you have transitioned from being a soccer player to being a soccer administrator. <laughs> yeah, so um, I was born and raised in Virginia, um, about two and a half hours south of here. Played for some Richmond club teams um, in high school. I played in college, was at Boston College first, transferred to St. John's University in New York City. Um, and then after college, I went to Germany and played professionally for almost four years there. Um, and then moved back to the country this past July. Um, yeah, I, I, you know, I never thought an opportunity like this would come along, but I feel very, very grateful just to be able to stay in the soccer sports world. Um, you know, I love sports and to be able to have to work in sports, but not only that, but it to be soccer and to build a soccer team and, uh, you know, work with the Richmond city. It, it's, it's an honor. It's a joy. And, and I'm so excited to transfer from being a player into the administrator role. You could still play a little though, right? I mean, come on now. You look like you can still play. I would right? love no, to. I'd yeah, love to. Maybe. Yeah, you do, you do. Was there somebody or something that kind of triggered that transition for you? No, I, you know, I was just in Germany. And I thought to myself, I think it's time for me to do something different. You know, I've had two major ACL injuries and uh, just kind of thought to myself, I don't know if I want to keep taking that risk. And I've kind of achieved everything I would have wanted to achieve with this sport. And um, so I decided to come on home. And and that's when um, about a month after I moved back in July, I got a phone call um, from from my boss, Rob Ucrop, who is the owner of the Richmond Kickers. Heard of him. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so you know, got this phone call about the sporting director role. And uh, from that moment, it was an easy transfer to being a player into rather than saying, oh, what am I going to do now? It, it was an easy transition. Mm-hmm. Yes, now that I know that job exists and there's a role like that out there, I would love to do that. So yeah. it's kind of how that came about. So who are some of the other cities so we could start building rivalries and yeah, they, maybe dislike other cities? <laughs> oh, that's a great question. Again, I think, you know, that's kind of in the works with the league right now. So uh, um, be on the lookout again, you know, keep keep you guys on your toes for the next few weeks and months. But, um, yeah, we're, we're confident that we will build a rivalry um, because we, we do think that we're going to be playing in this region, in this area. So, um, again, we're hoping to get more information for you guys on that in the next, you know, few weeks, months. So. so we're doing this stuff and we're getting the toys and stuff for the kids. Talk about the role of soccer when you were little or, or getting a ball or getting whatever you got when you were little. Yeah, great question. Um, I remember for like all of my middle school years, I would ask for a sports ball. So one year it was a football, one year it was a soccer ball, one year it was a baseball bat. Um, I was very involved in sports growing up. And let me tell you, receiving those gifts every year for Christmas were the best gifts. Um, nothing made me smile more than to unwrap it and go in the backyard and play with my, my family, my parents the day of Christmas after receiving it. So uh, love Christmas, love love the sporting gear that you can receive. Um, yeah, it, it, some of my best memories come from receiving sports gear. Well, now you're about to make new memories in yes, a new sir. role yes. beginning this summer. As yes. we like to say in radio a lot, stay tuned, right? Absolutely. kind of what you're saying. <laughs> stay Absolutely. Tuned. It's going to be big. There will be different big announcements throughout the season um, and leading up to the season. So please stay tuned and uh, would love to have everyone follow us on all of our social media channels. Absolutely. And when you have those announcements, remember us. We'll get them out yes. on the air for you. Yes. Well, Absolutely. And why don't you talk about what, what are the social media channels so people can follow along? Yeah, we're on Twitter, um, Instagram. 
Instagram, and uh, our tag is WLeagueRVA. Okay. Yep, there will be um, an announcement later um, with our actual brand name. Um, but right now we're we're W League RVA, and um, we we like I said we're we're creating a brand, and that will be um, also something to look out for too. Madeline, next good, good luck with it. I mean, it's really exciting from, it's the, very from exciting. the ground up. Yes, you're going to do a great job with that, Thank you. and it'll be very exciting. We'll look for it in the summertime. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Yep, absolutely, Madeline McCracken. Uh, she is the director for the USLW League team coming to our capital city beginning in May. Of- yes. May? May May 2024. May 2024. Yes. Right. Thank you, Madeline. Thank Appreciate you so it. much. Thanks. All right. Uh, we have the uh, Atlee Boys Lacrosse team just came by, and they have overstuffed the bins with all sorts of sporting equipment. Yeah. Big hand for them. They're a great, great team here in our area. We'll talk a little bit more about them moving forward as well. So we got more boxes being filled up. And I think soccer balls may have been leading the cause while Madeline was talking. I think the lacrosse team changed that ratio, but – Pretty good stuff over there. So let me just say it. So let's say, I'm going to say it now. Norfolk, we're coming for you in, in, in the <laughs> you, W League. You were trying or, to get the or rivalries. Harrisonburg, we're coming for you. Or whoever. We're going to, we're coming for whoever. You we're going to be the best. I'm don't. just saying. Let's yeah. just be honest here. Like, we're going to be in this league. We want to win, and we want to beat everybody. <laughs> wow. Holiday spirit, Matt. I like it. Listen, we, get out there. We're in it to win it. First game. Just like the uh, Atlee boys lacrosse team. I think they went unbeaten last year. We're going to talk with them in a little bit here. They just, as we said, overstayed stuff the boxes if you're in the area come on by we're at the old virginia center commons area it is the henrico sports and event center they've got the women's game coming tonight at seven o'clock vcu in delaware if you come by and you drop off your sporting goods or you make a donation we've got gifts for you uh we've got uh spider tickets we've got what else are we giving away uh the discount to the a10 women's tournament the uh samuel adams winter lager glasses yep which, which are I've, good for drowning your sorrows or a bit drinking happiness. Yep. Or the paperweight, which is what I'm using it for right now. But that, that as well. That might change later this evening. Uh, anyway, we got, we got this guy uh, who goes by one name. That's how you know he's a superstar. He's a legend. Right. Because he goes by one name. Like Prince. Kind of like that. And he, he, not Prince, but he's going to join us uh, next as we continue with our holiday cheer gear presented by the Henrico Sports and Entertainment Authority. I know I didn't mention his name. You can figure that out during the break. The one-name superstar will join us next on 1061 ESPN. Welcome back. Holiday Cheer and Gear presented by Henrico Sports and Entertainment Authority. We are four for four on our music bed so far. You like them all? All we said is just Christmas music. That's it. You and I are both closet Christmas music fans, I think. I don't want to speak for you. I don't think I'm. I've. I'm not closet with you. I love Christmas music. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I don't don't think people know that really. I think our next guest loves Christmas music as well. You gave the um, the ambiguous intro. I did to keep people around. It's called a radio tease. It is. (laughs) Stay tuned, as Uh, I said. So joining us now, I mean, all we have to say is is Parney. Parney, like we just let him go. That's right. Okay, (laughs) well, put your seatbelts on, boys, because here's what we're going to do. I have a crisp. $100 $100 bill. It's going is. to go to Cheer and Gear right here. All right. And we're going to anybody that donates $100. Why is my light on? I don't know. You're in the anybody spotlight that again. Anybody donates $100, $100 between now and the end of the show are going to be my personal guests at a special Cheer and Gear party at Parney's Pub. You get tickets to a Squirrels game. 
And you get post-game libations with me and our coaching staff if you donate $100 between wow. 9 and 6 o'clock. All right. You're in You're in anyway. You're I put 20 in the yeah, bucket already. If we could collect the the, the other 80, <laughs> if I could get 20 from Matt and 20 from Mitchell, and <laughs> 20 from, we'd be in. We'd have the party so there, So there's the challenge, everybody. Let's do it. There's $100, and, and let's, let's raise some money. Wow. Thank you, Barney. You're welcome. That's I, awesome. I stole it from my wife. She doesn't know. <laughs> Uh, she might now. Uh, no, probably no, not. No, she's putting up our Christmas stuff out at the house. Why aren't you doing that? What are you doing in retirement? I, that, Shouldn't you that, be putting hey, the Christmas that, that lights would ruin, up? That would ruin my, like, 57-year career record of consecutive streak of not putting any Christmas stuff up. <laughs> so that's a that's a streak, just uh-huh. like the streak I have of 58,000 consecutive good beers that I've drank in my lifetime. So we're all good, but we're happy to be here. Uh, the house that Vic built, beautiful yeah. place, huh? Isn't it? And uh, my, my buddy Carney from the Squirrels and I are going to stay for the game, so we're Good. looking forward to that tonight, yep. too. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a great winter. I just got back from Nashville. Uh, I oh, was, you're at the winter meetings. I was waiting to see who was going to sign Otani, right? So I walked into the Giants party, and I asked for a Tito's and soda, and they said beer and wine only, and I'm thinking, are we saving money for Otani here? Like, what's going on? You know, but we didn't get him. So, What'd you think of that? Uh, so look, I, I'm I'm uh, I've been in baseball for 34 years. I got a lot of my dad in me. Paying any person on the planet 700 million dollars for anything just blows my mind absolutely. But he's a one in a lifetime talent, maybe one of the best baseball players of all time. But I think because he was kind of believe it or not hid with the Angels, nobody really saw him. Now the Dodgers are going to put him on a worldwide stage, and I think it's, it's people are going to finally see how good he really is. But what's the pressure that's now on the Dodgers? I mean, win it or win it or get fired, baby. I mean, that's what it is. I mean, people will lose their jobs over this if, if it wow. doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the thing with 10-year deals in baseball, he's, what, 31 years old? How old is he? I don't know if he's even that old yet. You know, Maybe but, he is. Maybe so, we'll look it up. Like, I remember when, when uh, I was at the winter meetings one year and they signed Pujols to that 10-year deal, and I did the math in my head, and I'm thinking, by the time he's done with that 10-year deal and he's making all these millions, he's going to be 42 years old. I bet he doesn't even get to the end of that contract, and he didn't. So that, how old is he? 29. Okay, so he'll be 39 years old. So that's that's not too that's bad. It's on the brink, though, of yeah. being done. But is he, going to, is he going to pitch and hit? Yeah. Like, that's what I hope that the world sees that he's a top-level pitcher and a top-level – and we probably haven't had that in the world since since Babe Ruth. They'll, they'll make one World Series in that 10 years. Only one. Call it right now. Wow, way to go out on a real limb. <laughs> what, that they're only no, going to make one World Series? He thinks they're only going to go to one. Yeah. yeah. I'll I mean, say it'll be multiple. I mean, they're paying $700 million. They better go a lot. I'm going multiple. He thinks it'll only be one in 10 years. I'm going to say it'll be at least but, two. But, but, but don't forget this. Don't forget this. They got they got bets. They yeah. got a lot of people. They got Freddie, Freddie Freeman. They got yeah. Freddie. They've had them all along. But they got a lot of people around him too. So I, I don't know how they'll be able to afford uh, their 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 payroll. But I'll take the Braves roster over the Dodgers roster. Would you really? Wow. I will. Okay. I'll take the Braves roster. They right. they they don't. They've signed all those guys that I'm, are just as good cheaply. I'm not allowed to bet on baseball, so I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> What else happened in Nashville, Barney? Was it a good time? It was great. That's uh, a great, great city great to, to see. hold those you know, meetings. This is my 33rd winter meetings. Great to see a lot of people bumped into a lot of former Squirrels players. Mm-hmm. One guy I hadn't seen in 18 years. He was a pitcher for the Altoona Curve. A guy named Derek Hankins. Spent a lot of time with Kyle Haynes, the farm director for the, for the Giants. We have a lot of news coming up here in the next couple of weeks with our coaching staff. And uh, Like I think, what? <laughs> I tried. I, I, tried. I, I mean, I'll tease you. I'll tease you. You tease me. I'll tease you. Not a lot of changes 
uh, on the sidelines with the squirrels this year. That's so, a pretty good yeah, tease. Yeah, pretty good Marty, tease, right? Thanks. Uh, so so I, we're excited about that. And, of course, the squirrels, uh, you know, have been doing a great job in the community. We just had a wonderful Puritan cleaners coats for kids. Our hot stove nice. with Sean Casey. Was unbelievable. Was, was just, how about that, That Bob? was awesome. I mean, my ribs hurt. For, and then we went out afterwards, and he kept it going. Shocker. Just, I mean, that guy That guy is just an amazing human being. And what I took from that was his love for University of Richmond and his love for his teammates, mm-hmm. particularly Bud, particularly Bar- Mark Budzinski. sure. Uh, and Sean Ryan, who was just on your show. Mm-hmm. I mean, all that group is just a real special group. And then to spend time backstage with Billy Wagner, uh, who got the Paul Keyes Award. Uh, and hopefully, you know, I keep seeing on Twitter – or X or whatever they call it now. We still call it Twitter, we right? Twitter. Okay. We call it Twitter. I, I see on Twitter all the time all those ballots. You know, guys post mm-hmm. their ballots, and Wags is getting them, man. He's he's getting them. He got so close to getting to the Hall of Fame. So it's pretty neat for me to be introducing him for the Paul Keys Award and think to myself, wow, the next speech he gives might be the one in mm-hmm. Cooperstown, right? Yep. So so pretty pretty cool stuff. And you know, Sean Casey was just a little bit ahead of his time because one of the questions that got asked to him was his favorite manager, and he didn't even hesitate yep. to answer Jim Leland and said, Jim Leland should be in the Hall of Fame. And, Two weeks later, boom. Yeah, and that was probably one of the top three things for me personally because I've known uh, Leland a long time, and we shared a lot of stories with him backstage. And to be there in Nashville when he was elected to the Hall of Fame, there's no no better uh, manager, human being. And he said something that I thought all of us as leaders could, could really learn from at his press conference. He said, if you uh, tell a player the truth – You'll have him. You'll lose him for 24 hours, right? Or no? If you, if you, it was something. Yeah, no, about, that's right. Yeah, if you, you tell, tell a player the truth, truth you'll, you'll lose him for 24 hours. hours. If you, if you don't tell him the truth, you'll lose, lose him, him forever. forever. Right. And I just think that's really. Sometimes people don't want to hear the truth, mm-hmm. right? And and but I think you just got to confront it and be heads on. And I think from the big managers, like I just talked to Bruce Bochy last night. The managers that have really done a good job, they're baseball managers, but more than anything, they're leaders. They could be CEOs, whatever. Nick Saban's the same way. Mm-hmm. You listen to some of Nick Saban's quotes, and you think you're talking to a CEO. So I think there's a lot to learn from guys like that. Uh, and I also was up Tony Beasley. I was up yep. – uh, Tony Beasley mm-hmm. had an event, third base coach for the Texas Rangers. Tanya and I went up there last Thursday. So it's been really busy, man. I, I mean, I've, I've slowed down a little bit on the day-to-day stuff. But we've been all over town doing a lot of great stuff, and I'm looking forward. I, I talked to Moon the other day, hoping to come out to see his squad play here in, in, the, yeah, in a little bit at the Robin Center. So it's been good. So what do you think of uh, – we're about to be in year three of the six-game series. Uh, what do you think of that? I mean, obviously you they see every starting pitcher. Yeah. You start developing a little bit more rivalries. What do you think of that the change? You love the rivalries today. He does. Yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. big on rivalries. I mean, I mean, we haven't even started the women's soccer yet. You're starting rivalries already. <laughs> yeah, why not? Yeah. Uh, look, from a from a front office perspective, uh, you know, me and my teammates over at the Diamond love the six games. You get one team in. They get settled into Jack Berry's hotel room, right? <laughs> and they don't have to move. And you're dealing with the same manager. You're dealing with the same crew of umpires. It's just really fluid. And and so we love it. Uh, I love it personally because for 30-some years, when they would leave on Wednesday night uh, in Akron and drive on the bus all night long to name it Altoona, I just I didn't sleep at all because I was worried about the bus driver falling asleep. You've been on those yeah. late night bus rides, Bob. So so I I love the six games. I think MLB's done a lot of really good things 
uh, that have been changes for the positive. And everybody gets scared about change, right? But I think it's really been good uh, overall. And um, I, I like the six games a lot. And I don't think they're ever going to change it. I really thought there'd be a little more um, chippiness by game five or six. But Bob, that these, hasn't these, really happened. These young people don't get chippy anymore. They don't? Like, they don't? Well, no, That's like, disappointing. We were talking, uh, <laughs> some of my old players were at, at a dinner the other night. Like, we fought every day. Yeah. You know? like, like, like Tony Beasley, who's the best Christian I know. He and Pete, in- Pete Incaviglia. Tony Beasley challenged Pete Incaviglia to mm. a fight. Mm. Pete Incaviglia was eight foot was, tall, four hundred ten. That's the smartest pounds. move, Tony. Like, like he ate glass for breakfast. <laughs> but Pete Incaviglia, Tony said, "Peter, go back to the dugout." Incaviglia put his head between his legs and went back to the, one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. Wow. So, that not much chippiness, but wow. that's just that you know I, I I like it a lot, and I'm glad they did it, and I hope it never changes. Got plans in place already for opening day at the Diamond? Well, you, sure. have, to, you have to talk to everybody who's paying attention, like Carney and, and yeah. uh, Ben Terry yeah. and Ben Rothrock. Uh-huh. I'm sure that they do. Uh, but You're really not involved with that. Um, I mean, they, they get me involved when they need me involved. And right huh. now, after all these years of me uh, – peppering them with questions about open. They don't need me involved right now. But I'll, I'll know about it when they want me to know about it. And, and I'm okay with that. It's been really good. I've, I've been able to um, do what I can when they need me. But it's also, like, I feel better. I, I, I My mother told me this weekend I looked better, but you guys didn't tell me that I looked better. Well, you're better only yet. on radio today, so we can lie and say you look better, too. So it's, it's, been, a, a great, you do. it's been a great decision. Uh, it was time for me to step back from the day-to-day, but I want everybody to know, and I say this in every interview, I am very much part of the Squirrels. I will always be part of the Squirrels, working on the new ballpark uh, every single week. That's going well, but we still got to make some progress before the end of the year here. So uh, it's been a great decision. I've been enjoying it very much. Well, you stole my last question, with, okay. which would be what's new with the stadium. Yeah, just, I mean, every day somebody's working on it. I've been saying that for a long time, but we got some really exciting things that hopefully we'll be able to announce when the calendar turns 24. All right. What's up? Before we let you go, any big uh, Squirrels events coming up? Well, we just had we had the hot stove. We had so I think the next thing um, will be after the new year. Well, opening day, right? We'll have some mm-hmm. things in March, but these guys and gals at the Squirrels have stuff all. So you'll see Nutsy everywhere. You'll see Natasha everywhere. I mean, Nutsy and Natasha make over six hundred appearances a year in the community. Wow! So, like I always say, the squirrels are like a bad rash. We just never go away, right? <laughs> so, uh, but a good rash, I guess I should say, Bob. <laughs> yeah, right. It's yeah. a positive yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah, positive, positive thing. A positive rash for sure. So, so there, there, there's always things going on. Um, this building in front of us, I mean, you guys are in the community a lot, and you understand the importance of places like this. Uh, you got a smile on your face yeah. about what Dennis Bickmeyer and Tom Yeager and those guys have put together here. Well, look, B- Bick is uh, – I'm the skipper and Bick's little buddy, right? Like, like uh, I love Dennis Bickmeyer. I'm really proud of what they've done here. John Vitolkas, Henrico mm-hmm. County, always does it right. The commish. I mean, I told Bick, I'm like, wow, man, like you, you struck a pot of gold. You got – the legendary commissioner of the CAA, 30-some years, and he's helping you on this building. But I was smiling because we need more places like mm-hmm. this, right? Obviously, we need the Diamond District, and we need mm-hmm. we need what that's going to mean to people uh, on a whole host of levels. Uh, but I was over here for the holiday party. For I'm on the board, uh, gratefully, on the board of the Rich Region Tourism. And I was over here for their holiday party, and 
you know, to see the amount of, like it was a Monday night or a Tuesday mm-hmm. night and the parking lot was full with people just practicing. Right. Right? Yep. So I think what this is going to mean to people on a year-round basis is is just going to be amazing. And I heard Jack on the way in here talking about the hotel rooms. I'm glad I got married last year, not this year, because apparently <laughs> nobody have a place to stay, right? And I'll be staying at your house. Yeah. Uh, well, we got. We, I guess we got room. <laughs> I don't know. Not for that many people. <laughs> <laughs> but but I, I think this building is really indicative of what we need in this region. And this region is awesome. I loved hearing Jack Berry brag about what's going on here because I – the one thing I've felt about Richmonders in the 15 years that I've lived here, it's hard to believe it's 15 years already, is we're never proud of ourselves enough, huh. right? Like, I, I really, like, I don't think that Richmonders, generally speaking, know how great this place is and how wonderful it is. And, and, and I'm here to tell you, it's been my favorite place I've ever lived. I'm never leaving Richmond, Virginia, and uh, uh, I, I just love it to death. We, that makes it a happy holidays for all of us there that you go. you're not leaving. Party, thank you again. One more time. Your challenge on the table. Bring $100 to the table. Give it to Joseph. He'll probably put it on red or black. <laughs> Miami, Ohio, plus six. <laughs> oh, no, I, was, I was waiting for my tip. I was waiting for my tip. But $100, and I'll get you four tickets to a Squirrels game, and you'll get to come to Party's Pub for post-gamers with the blankety blank manager and the coaching staff that I didn't that I almost almost spelled that are familiar names yeah that are familiar names to all of us yeah. so we got until six o'clock hopefully we'll have a couple people come do that Parney thanks great to see you all happy right, great, holidays great to see you same to you guys thank right. you thank you Parney all right we got way more to go we got a lot of people out here uh, we mentioned the Atlee boys lacrosse team we're going to talk a little bit with them uh, Greg Burton is here and we're going to talk with him before we get to the top of the hour we got some spider basketball players D'Lo I saw you brought some stuff stuff that in the uh, stuff that in the basket with his right hand because we're rehabbing that left wrist so that he's back as soon as we can get him back for sure. Uh, so we got a lot more to go. We'll take a break, bottom of the hour. We'll come back. We'll talk some Atley Boys Lacrosse uh, coming up next. Uh, as Border to Border, the sports huddle, we are live at the Henrico Sports and Event Center. It is our holiday cheering gear presented by the Henrico Sports and Entertainment Authority on 106.1 ESPN. Have a holly jolly Christmas. It's the best time of the year. I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of cheer. Have a holiday Welcome back. Holiday Cheer and Gear presented by Henrico Sports and Entertainment Authority. We are outside the Henrico Sports and Events Center, um, 11,000 Telegraph Road. We'll be here until uh, 6 o'clock. I love Michael Buble there, right? Yes, it is. I like that. Yep. We love all the Christmas songs. Five for five so far. Uh-huh. Five for five so far. And we appreciate everybody who's come by and, and donate all sorts of stuff, whether it's basketballs, footballs, all the stuff. I'm sure the kids will appreciate it um, involved with this. And uh, every time we do this, uh, this team is always highly involved. Is the Atlee High School boys lacrosse <laughs> team. And that's why they're really good, too, because all the karma from all this stuff, you know, bringing the stuff. Like, you know, they bring things, they keep winning. And uh, joining us now is their uh, coach, Fielding Crawford. Uh, coach, congratulations. Thank you for bringing stuff as always. Absolutely. We'd love to be a part of this. Um, and I think it's been almost maybe year 10 for us helping out in s- some capacity. But um, I told the guys every every year, you know, we have to we have to build on what we did in previous years, just like we do on the field. And they always come through every year. We, they show up to school in the morning and they've got car fulls, cars full of, of balls and sports equipment. So we're excited to help. It's a it's a great program, and I think it resonates with with these with the teenagers um, around the holidays to be able to help out that that uh, you know their peers. You've had a, a long time connection with the guy who's going to be on there with us next, who really got this thing started, right, Greg Burton? 
Yeah, I used to listen to ESPN Radio. I don't know, he's, he's a Delaware guy. Uh, I went to University of Delaware for two years. And uh, so I think that's somehow how we we crossed paths, maybe at an event or something. And, and when, I, <clears throat> when I got the coaching job at Atlee, I thought it would be a great opportunity for us to, to give back um, for such a great, great cause. Uh, you're surrounded by uh, your players behind you. Uh, they're the reason. This will be the answer to the question, why are you guys so successful? You're going to say because of your players. But brag on these guys a little bit who are here standing by you today. Absolutely. This is just a, this is a, a small group mm-hmm. of uh, a, a big program. We've got guys that play other sports as well that are not here. But uh, th- this group of guys and, you know, this program has, you know, prides itself on hard work and getting it done you know i tell them that you know games are won and, won and lost on the practice field not over it across at the stadium um and i think that that mentality uh you know i think it's that, that's what what makes them successful in the field just the the work ethic and and wanting to be the best teammate they can be and put the best product on the field how long have you been the head coach uh this is uh we year 10 okay uh, ten years ago, uh, what was your vision, and was part of that vision ever what you've done in the last couple of years? Uh, you know, I think some. Of, I knew some of the players in the program through travel ball, and I knew just the mentality of what they bring day in and day out. And I think part of that is, you know, the Atley community and what their parents instill in them. And so I knew that they could be successful in the field. And they had already proved that at the club level and then making the jump to Virginia High School League. Uh, you know, year two of Virginia High School League, we were in our first state championship. And uh, just, you know, again, their hard work and dedication. Uh, which one is the least shy guy? Uh, least shy would, would probably go be. on the mic. This is not rehearsed. We didn't have a pre-show production meeting. Um, I don't know. Let's see. Uh, which one would I was I was going to say, uh, I was going to say either – one, two, maybe maybe Burger or maybe Hancock or maybe Cook. What do you guys – I'll let you guys decide. All right, Mark Cook. Mark Cook is uh, – uh, he's a, the third or really fourth. We've his, his two older brothers both went through the program and played um, and went on to play. Uh, one of them is still at Christopher Newport. One of them played at U of R and Christopher Newport. And then – and he's a senior this year. He's he's a LSM long stick midi. So all right, Mark, you can hate me for this because this was my stupid idea to put the microphone in somebody's hand. Oh, no, I love you for this. You do. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're done, Matt. Mark's going to take. It's going to be the Mark show coming <laughs> coming up here. From your players' perspective, why are you guys so good? <laughs> we just have a great team. I feel like we get around a lot. Um, we do a lot of like preseason stuff. So like we keep a stick in our hands a lot. And I think we just all know each other off the field really well. Uh, why do you guys want to get involved with uh, uh, something like this, this cheering gear? Why is this so important to you? Other than your coach told you to do it. We know, we know that part, but, but why I else? I think it's just a great way to give back to the community, you know? It's just a great way. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what are the prospects for this season coming up? Um, <laughs> we got some good, some good players coming up for sure. All right, amongst these guys, uh, who, who's the goofiest of these guys out here? See, they, they've got, a, they got answers for every question, Coach. I know, I know. They, they really do. That Absolutely. can be a problem sometimes yeah. when you're trying to coach them in practice. <laughs> what What is your off-season routine like? Is there really such thing as an off-season? Uh, it's a lot of like... Use that microphone. <laughs> there, stick it right up that. There you go. <laughs> it's a lot of just, like, scheduled stuff from, them, from like, him, you know, like – 
in the fall we have North Meet South Lacrosse that we do, and then winter we have box lacrosse, and then come mm. springtime we have alley lacrosse. Uh, Coach mentioned you had brothers that played before you, right? Mm-hmm. Was there ever a doubt that you were going to play lacrosse? I mean, there was a little bit. I quit my um, like going to middle school because I was more a basketball guy, and then I came back to lacrosse my freshman year. Huh? Did your brothers have anything to do with that? A little bit. Yeah. I just wasn't that good at basketball. <laughs> <laughs> That's the brutal honesty we love. That's why we put a microphone in his hand. Mark, thank you. Appreciate no that very much. Um, so what is next for this group? You're getting into the holidays here, and then before you know it, the season's going to be there, right, Coach? Yep, we're doing some off-season conditioning now, uh, and then and these guys are playing box lacrosse indoor um, uh, on the weekends. And then we'll be our season gets started like the you know second week of February, and for us, our season is gone till. You know, middle of June, so that's what that's what our goal is. You know, we want to if we feel like we play, even though it's it's every it seems like we're playing in every season. We start off and it may or may not be snowing and tryouts, and then by the end it's heat advisory. So, uh, but we're we're lucky to be in that, and you know have have been able to be in those situations, and we know we want to be in, in those again this year. What's it like to have the bullseye on you? Obviously, everybody's coming for you every game. You can't really have too much of a letdown. Yeah, you know, two, we've we're, we've won the state championship the last two years, um, and last year we we went undefeated. So there's a lot of teams. You know, we tell the guys this: this is, you know, this is their Super Bowl. Um, although I will say we have built uh, by far our toughest schedule that we've ever played this year, with a fair amount of private school opponents um, and some top-notch public school opponents from Northern Virginia, et cetera. So, you know. I think they have the bullseye on them, not really us, you know, them having it on us personally. Uh, Matt loves to ask this question, but I'll steal it from him. So who are the biggest rivals right now on uh, that schedule? I know you're beating them all right now. I get it. But. You know, kind of traditionally in the greater Richmond area, it's been Douglas Freeman. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they have a great program and, and great coaching staff over there. And we always seem to, you know, have some, some thrillers against them and have in the past. Um, as far as I don't know statewide guys, I think going into last year was probably Riverside because they were a, a four-time state champion at Class Five, and then uh, so we had them, we hosted them last year and, and won by four goals, three goals, and it was a big big win for us. So mm-hmm. keyword was right was state champion. was we know who that's is right. now that's right <laughs> absolutely uh, fellas thank you for coming out um, coach thank you for coming bringing all the sporting gear that you brought out it's going to go a long way uh, for the youngsters in that 10 to 15 16 year old age group obviously you guys can relate to that uh, we're very appreciative of what you've done enjoy the holiday season and have a great uh, lacrosse season in the spring thank you, thank thank you, thank you guys Atley boys lacrosse team with us here at the uh, Henrico Sports and Events Center really appreciate uh, everything they've done and for your Friendship and partnership with Greg Burton, who's coming up here in just a couple of moments. We've had some pretty big-time teams stop by today. I mean, Benedictine Baseball is always great. They were here. Uh, Atlee Boys Lacrosse is here. We've had some spider basketball people. The the uh, women's team is coming by, VCU women's team. You'll have them on in the 5 o'clock hour. Pick Karma. People. Karma. Karma. Champion. Taylor Swift no, I'm just, or what? No, I'm just saying champions are made here, here. at this table. <laughs> I like that. Very good. All right. Um... Burton's in the house somewhere. We're going to get to him coming up. Yeah, he'll be up uh, coming up after the break as well. Bring them on by. we got plenty of room. We're starting to put the sporting goods around the boxes out there because we filled up uh, three full boxes already, and we got more to go up until 6 o'clock tonight. Right, Matt? Yes, sir. All right. Uh, let's get a break in here. We'll come back. Greg Burton is going to join us. Got some folks in the Richmond Spider basketball team out here tonight. Uh, one of them you're going to hear from a little bit later tonight. Uh, that's Neil Quinn because he's our special guest on Coach Mooney's radio show. 
See, they're trying to push him here now, but that's not going to happen, fellas. He's on later. We'd probably bring one of the other guys by. Can I do that real quick? Sure. Before we get a break in here. Um, hey, D'Lo, come on over here. Let, let, come, come here for a minute. Let's get him on. Why not? Before you guys leave. Oh, you got to get a picture. No, no, do the picture. We'll, we'll take a break. We'll come back after the picture and uh, get a spider on here real quick before we go to the break and before Greg Burton joins us. Uh, again, it's our holiday cheer and gear presented by the Henrico Sports and Entertainment Authority. We're live at the Henrico Sports and Events Center up until 6 o'clock tonight. Bring those sporting goods by. Come see us. We've got some gifts for you when you drop off your gifts as well. Back after the break, 1061 ESPN. Sports and Event Center for our holiday cheer and gear extravaganza here on 1061 ESPN. Bob Black along with Matt Josephs. Matt's going to take you up until 6 o'clock. I'm going to cut out here in a little bit to head over to World of Beer where we'll have the uh, Richmond Basketball Behind the Web Coaches Show with Spider Head Coach Chris Mooney and our special player guest tonight who's actually here with us today is Neil Quinn. He'll be joining us from 6 to 7. Come on over and see us at World of Beer if you can't get out here this afternoon. The Spiders are here now if you want to come by and, and meet and greet some of them. One of them is Delani Hunt, uh, the spider guard who unfortunately has been out with the broken wrist for a little while now and has a little ways to go, just starting his rehab, but thought we'd check in with him for just a couple of moments. Dilo, thanks for, for you and the and the guys uh, being out here. I know it wasn't that long ago that you were in the age group of 10 to 16 and how important it was to you when you had, you know, basketballs and footballs and baseballs and all that sort of stuff to be able to use. Of course. Um, first, thanks for having me, you know. Uh, it was an honor to be out here with all the guys, you know, show, give back to the community you know like you said it was once a great thing to have gifts and basketballs and footballs and even soccer balls you know just not knowing what sport you want to play but just having all this type of toys to play with as a kid so it's definitely a blessing to be here take basketball out of the equation what was your go-to <laughs> if it Go wasn't basketball what was it go to see i'm actually a frisbee guy a frisbee? We don't have any frisbees. Wow. Yeah, see, we well, need I'm, to get a frisbee. Yeah, I'm actually a frisbee guy. I, I like to toss the frisbee around the yard, so that was that was the that was the go-to for me. We could have sat here a long time, and I'm not sure I would have guessed frisbee. <laughs> we have Some that things frisbee. you don't know. Have man. you played that frisbee golf course? What is it? Um, well, there's yeah. one on campus. There's yeah. a frisbee oh, okay. golf see, on campus. Nah, that, that's not me. I'm just you just want to yeah, like nope. be on the beach. Nah, see, I'm a little I'm a little rusty. I actually haven't touched a frisbee in, in a long time, but <laughs> those was my prime days. So I'll give it to you there. All right, how's the how's the rehab going? Is going well. It's um, kicking off fast. You know, we're not not taking any breaks. You know, so it's going to be rigorous. Um, can't say too much right now about it because it's still it's still early. But I think we're we're in a good spot, and I trust my rehab trainer, you know, Andy and Jay, mm -hmm. uh, a lot. So I think it's going to be great to get back on the court soon. Explain to the audience the things that you are doing, not in a playing role, but to help this team. Those of us that are with you all the time see it, whether it's at practice helping them out or almost like an assistant coach on the floor. I saw you talking to officials the other day <laughs> during the timeout. Um, just, just really anything to be that voice, that extra – no, it's different voices. You got coaches' voices, and then you got players. And of course, it's being different because I'm not on the floor, but I can still impact the game in different ways. Tell, of course, Michael. We know he's a freshman. You know, help him out a little bit just to help him see the game, see what I see from not playing. So, it's uh, it's just better to stay engaged that way. Just I could have I could have backed away once I got hurt. Just stayed on the bench, stayed quiet. But I thought it was best to just stay engaged for everyone. Mm -hmm. 
Are you learning more? Um, you know, obviously you're not out there, but are you still lo learning more and kind of going through the motions in your head? Yes, definitely. I've, I've definitely seen a lot, and it, it looks so easy when you're watching, but when you're caught up in the moment, you don't really see the same thing. So I think being on the bench these last couple of games has definitely showed me a little bit, and hopefully when I come back, I can apply to what I'm seeing been um, a grind here for the last few weeks this team has put a lot of time on the road hotels travel all of that what do you see moving forward three more non-conference home games to go before uh, a-10 play starts um i think these three these next three games are very important to us um just in a way of how we play these games and how they play out you know i think yeah you can say we had a rough one so far but i really it's some good things it's good out of the bat and i've really been seeing a lot of good things throughout this team i feel like as we're gelling closer together, that's really one positive thing that's going to go along down the road. So that's why I say these next two games are very important. All right, there's another photo op happening, so go get go get your smiling face in the photo over there. Oh, you Delani know Hunt, I will. Thank you, man. Appreciate you stopping Appreciate by. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Have a good one. Happy holidays. There you go. Delani Hunt from the Richmond Spiders. Quick sneak in before the yeah, he photo bomb that photo over there. Uh, got to get him back, Matt. They got to get him back. I, I really liked him on that Wagner team, on those Wagner teams. Uh -huh. Those teams played some solid offense, so that was a really good pickup by the Spiders. All right. Uh, they're getting a few more pictures taken. They're going to be out for a little while longer. I think the truck is coming by here before too long. They'll probably help load up the truck with all the sporting goods that we've already got. All right. Uh, I got one more segment, so I'm going to lead this one off with our great friend Greg Burton, who started this whole thing 17 years ago. Uh, yeah. Somewhere around there. Yes. Greg, right? Yeah, it would have been. Yeah. And Sean Ryan. I know he yep. was on Man, He was on It was really Sean's idea. Yeah, I was just the loudest person in the room. Shock. Well, Matt's rolling his eyes already. He's like, yes, you still are. Good to see you, Matt. Good to see you, Greg. <laughs> trying, to, trying to fill those big shoes of yours doing this. Wow, this They're is warm and fuzzy <laughs> holiday stuff right he here. He had snow one year. So he, we, did, I remember oh that. Gosh. That was out at Short Pump Town Center, Was that the year it? maybe where we were sneaking into Firebirds yes. to warm up? Yes. Might have been. Whatever warmed us up. Whatever warmed, <laughs> us, Whatever up. warmed us up. Back then, Greg, think about it. What was the important importance of this of this mission to you yeah well we all know the power of sport right we all have these memories about how sport has positively impacted our lives at the center for sport leadership where i work down at vcu we believe sport has the power to create social change and we work and teach our students that and so we were like well we can make Sean Ryan had the idea, you know, the, the some of the angels that don't get taken off the angel tree, mm -hmm. the, the older kids, what if they got a And then I've said this for 15, 17 years. The sports community in Richmond is so generous and so supportive. You know it. You've been part of it mm -hmm. as long as anyone. And so we had this great idea, and they just embraced it. And it just grew and grew and grew. And you guys know we would have smart boxes full of gear and th thousands of dollars in donations. It's Honestly, it's maybe the, the most impactful, important thing we ever did on the radio, I think. Mm -hmm. No, oh, ab absolutely. And the one common theme I've heard, whether it was from you or the folks from the Salvation Army or Dennis Bickmeyer or whomever, is the age group that has gotten targeted here that maybe was an age group that got a little bit forgotten about, and here was an opportunity to bring this to them. Yeah, you know, a, a 12, 13, 14-year-old doesn't want, I mean, for lack of a better term, Barbie or G.I. Joe. They don't want toys, but maybe a basketball, mm -hmm. soccer ball, a football, and then, a, you know, Fielding is doing lacrosse sticks, and the squirrels are doing bats and balls and gloves, and so it doesn't even matter what the sport is, because I think all of us have those stories about how sport has so many positive effects on our life, and 
just so many great stories and memories. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's it's really really it's it's been a lot of fun. I'm so grateful. I have to thank Dennis Bickmeyer and Enrico Sports and Entertainment Authority for just saying we want to bring it back. This building is unbelievable. It, yep. it is such a game changer. And, I, you know, again, it's a big win for the Richmond sports community. But I, I'm so grateful to Dennis and, of course, to ESPN Radio uh, here in Richmond for, for just kind of bringing it back. And I know it's going to be the start of something really, really big again. Anything, Matt? I mean, he, you were his producer for all those years. Uh, don't, we, now, oh, here's gosh. Your, here's we don't. Here's Here's your chance to grill him. We, we don't have <laughs> enough time. Um, just talk about the uh, the distribution center. You've seen it oh, when gosh. the kids get the mm-hmm. gifts and stuff like that and how excited they are and stuff like that. So Rebecca's here, I think. Monday. Yes, will it right open there. up on Monday? Tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah. And it's on. It's it's like it's emotional. Like to see mm-hmm. the thousands, tens of thousands of units, presents that go in, and the way they organize it, it's really, really special. And um, you're helping, you know, thousands of families in the Richmond area who would not normally be able to give their families, a, you know, a proper Christmas. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, from coats, right, like Puritan doing coats for kids, yep. to ho- Fox Holiday socks, to just all the great Christmas assistance programs, we're proud to just be one little one, you know, um, with holiday cheer and gear. So, yeah, the Christmas Center that'll open up. It's the old Dicks at Sporny, right. uh, Stony Point. Mm-hmm. It's really really cool it's 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 awesome right i got two sports related questions yeah before i gotta duck out of here okay we know you're uh delaware blue hen (laughs) we know that you're working at vcu so we've got vcu in delaware and women's basketball yes i've heard that's been talking all day about what's the spread tonight i don't think they have a spread this is the greg burton rivalry game this is the the tonight so i will be cheering every basket I'll be cheering every basket tonight. Like he has the over. I, everybody knows I have Virginia tags that say blue hens. Yes. I've had them since I moved here. But, you know, what I say is uh, Delaware's my home and Richmond is my adopted home and VCU is my adopted home. And so, yeah, I'll root. I, Beth O'Boyle's doing such a great job at VCU. I actually met the Delaware women's staff a year ago at the women's final four in Dallas. So they're great. And yeah, it's it's like kind of fitting, right? Yeah, the, it the, is. The, the it's, blue, it's like very, very fitting. Are you throwing up the ceremonial jump ball or no, something? They're not, not going <laughs> to be. They have invited you to do that. D- no, oh. I, I'm going to sit and just clap for every everybody. It's That's like easy. the old, I told you, it's How, like the wait, old. Well, you can't be a Philly guy and clap. For everything, I mean, curse, You're bringing curse, and right, scream, and Trevor, yeah. Trevor's here, Trevor. and he's wearing his Phillies oh, hoodie. Oh, he look good in the Phillies hoodie. I know we had a rough night last night, but yes, we're not going to talk about that, right, bros? No, no, we're not going to talk None about it. I don't know if we have any Cowboys fans around here or <laughs> not. I have to say, it was eight years ago today that Trevor was on the radio for the first time with me. He was three years old, so we had been doing cheering gear. I don't even know when. And oh, here we go. Do you remember that? Do you remember when you were three years old? Yeah, kind of. I asked you about NASCAR because you were really into NASCAR. Are you still time. into NASCAR, yeah. Trevor? I mean, kind of. Okay. What, uh, yeah. what, tell them what we're into. What are we into? Maybe like some football. Football. Eagles, Phillies. Eagles. And, yeah. that, you, you brought your son up correctly, unlike me, who did not do that. <laughs> he's an Eagles fan, but he's a Braves fan. We, it's tough. Anyway, hey, last one because i, I yes. got to run. we get to the top of the hour. Delaware FBS. Yes? No? It's good, awesome. Bad. It's about uh, 10 or 12 years too late. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I expect to hear from the Delaware Development Department anytime asking me for a bigger donation. Conference it's USA, be, Greg. It's the, I, I couldn't even tell you who's in Conference USA. Liberty. It's, a, yeah, it's the most crazy hodgepodge of teams. And it's good. right? We all know college athletics is going to continue to change and evolve. And so it's good for Delaware. 
Can they do what JMU did? I don't know. It's been impressive what JMU has done. But it's, uh, yeah, I'm happy for the Blue Hens, and I'll see some Blue Hen folks here tonight. Yeah, but, for um, sure. Thank you guys right. for doing this. I mean, I think it's a little lame you're only doing three hours, but <laughs> I think you kind of took the easy way out. We I mean, oh, three hours. I'm really doing two. So, so impressive, yeah. guys. Three hours. That's really great. We're, awesome. we're building up to where you were. Maybe no, next year. I really or the year appreciate it. So good to see you guys. Likewise, Greg. Thank you. Thank and again, you so congrats much. on everything you did to make this possible awesome. some two decades ago. Thank you so much. Thank you, Greg. Enjoy the game in there tonight. Greg Burton, uh, terrific. Uh, really got this thing off the ground and started and to a very high level, and we're hoping to bring it back. All right, we got to wrap it up. Get to the top of the hour, ESPN Sports Center update. Matt's going to take you from 5 to 6. I'll see you or talk to you from World of Beer with Richmond Coaches Show tonight at 6 o'clock with Coach Mooney and Neil Quinn. Uh, ESPN Sports Center update next on 106.1 ESPN. It's the most wonderful time of the year With the kids jingle belling and everyone telling you be of good cheer It's the most wonderful time of the year 